Howdy, neighbors. This is Legend. I'm Sam. I'm Amy. And we are a podcast about cryptos, urban legends, and the paranormal. <laughs> How are not you? Our song. Oh, super. Uh, we went to see Harry Potter in the theaters. It's like I got transported to the early 2000s. I was going to say, was it as good as you remember? Considering that I have watched it frequently in the last few years since living with Lindsay, (laughs) it was exactly how I remember. But we did just figure out that uh, Harry's aunt is played. No, the other, his uh, dad, not dad, his uncle's sister, the one that comes to visit in number three. Can't remember okay. her name. Me uh, neither. But uh, she's played by uh, the lady that played Miss Churchbull. Churchbull? Bull? I don't even know how oh, to say that Matilda? name. Oh, from Matilda? Yeah, how do you say that name? Nope, I don't have a guess. <laughs> well, it was, it's the same actor. I've always called her Mrs. Punchbull. <laughs> That's Maybe. why I didn't have a guess. I guess that would work. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. I'll tell you a secret if you don't tell Lindsay. Go for it. I've only seen up to the third movie. That's fine. Cool. I have now seen them all multiple times, but I wasn't. So here's the thing. Matt and I went to the movies to see it while we were dating which mm-hmm. I just discovered was in 2007. I thought it was earlier than that. See, I thought we had gone to see number three, but mm-hmm. we didn't. Apparently we went to see five, but we went with other friends that actually wanted to see the movie. And Matt and I were not in the mood to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh we- yeah, what kind of mood were you in? <laughs> <laughs> we weren't doing any of that stuff, uh, but we ended up like laying down on the seats because the arms raised up. And we were Mm -hmm. like head to head. So like our bodies were pointed away from each other and we just laid there and talking the whole time, which is like one of my favorite memories of a date that we've had. Right. It was actually really sad because this dog had just died and we were talking about that stuff. So it it was very sad, but it was a good date. But anyway, so this whole time I've been sitting here thinking it was number three that we went to, but it was actually number five. And now I remember why I really didn't want to watch the movie because I had only read to book four at that time Gotcha. (laughs) because I read them as they came out and then it took way too long between number four and number five Mm -hmm. so then I was a teenager and lost interest because I was too cool for school (laughs) so did you and Matt not annoy the shit out of everybody in the theater no like we we were just whispering we were in the back row there weren't like gotcha it was sedalia it was a wizard movie there were like five people <laughs> there <laughs> so, oh okay yeah it really wasn't that bad but but now i remember that i didn't want to watch the movie because i hadn't read that book yet and thank freaking god that i didn't watch the movie because then i would have been really upset at what happens in that movie which i'm not going <laughs> to give away because that would be a spoiler <laughs> for a movie that came out forever ago <laughs> Uh, well, so today we are doing one of my stories again. Whoop, whoop. We're going to talk about Emily's Bridge. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. And you didn't even say it one time to me when you were researching it. So I have never heard, not, not even once. I was trying to keep it quiet on the DL, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So, for this story, we are sticking to the U.S. today. Hopefully, that means I can pronounce everything better than I have in the past episodes. I don't know. There's some weird names <laughs> here. There, there are, but not as many in this, this story. True, true, true. No. So, we're in Virginia, and Virginia is home to over 100 covered bridges. The one that Ooh. we are talking about today is in Stowe. Stowe is a very tiny town, only has about 200 people, according to Google. Wow. Yeah. 
tiny. In 1844, the Gold Brick, Gold Brook Covered Bridge, also known as Stowe Hollow Bridge, was built over Gold Brook. Fun fact, and it's actually fun, not horrifying. I was going to uh, say, mm. <laughs> Gold Brook is named for gold nuggets that were once found in the stream. That's so exciting. I was actually going to ask you <laughs> why they were saying it was gold. I was like, water's not typically Dude, gold. Wouldn't that be so cool? Just be like swimming and find some gold. That would be really, really cool. I bet you we probably maybe have at least once, but it doesn't look like gold. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> maybe it was pyrite. Fool's gold. Oh, could could have been. Mm. More likely. Yeah. Um. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge is a 50-foot single-lane covered bridge made of wood using a newly developed technique for the time called how trusses. I have no idea what that means, but if there's any bridge experts that are listening, <laughs> they might get excited by it. <laughs> yep, no idea. <laughs> In 1974, the bridge was placed on the National Register of Historic Places. Hmm. Fun stuff. So yeah, that's the bridge. That's our story. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. it's nice seeing you. <laughs> Good night. Uh, yeah. Not not that easy. Not <laughs> not horrifying either, though. So this is a plus. Yep. I was gonna say it was short and sweet. Nothing. <laughs> uh, most people in the area know the bridge by its nickname. Emily's Bridge. In fact, in a gift shop in town, they even sell postcards and such that have the nickname instead of Gold Brook Covered Bridge. Probably hmm. because that's a mouthful. Yeah, it is really long. <laughs> like every other story I seem to do, this one also does not have just one well-known origin story. It has a basic idea being that Emily died on or near the bridge and that it almost always has to do with a being jilted by her lover. Uh, so do we know like who exactly Emily is or is she just like one of those urban legend names that's just thrown out there? We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's really actually like no proof about any of it. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Um, so this seems to be the accepted origin of the legend. Um, but I do have one more supposed origin story. Uh, so in the early 1970s, Bob Hagerman wrote a book called Le Mole County Bridges. When he got to Emily's Bridge, he had heard of a school paper written in the 1960s by a student referred to as Susan. No last name. Hi, Susan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it had talked about the spooky stories surrounding the bridge. So he reached out to Susan and was able to get a copy of the paper that he then used excerpts from for his book. These are the excerpts he chose. In 1925, Emily Smith, 36 and fat and not very pretty. Oh, by the way, these are direct quotes. I'm not just. I was being gonna an say that's booked. Up, I am bro. not being that mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she was very much in love with a young man named Donald, who unfortunately didn't like her at all. Hmm. <laughs> he did, however, get her pregnant. What? Of course. <laughs> You know what? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Emily's father was furious when he found out and was going to force the couple to get married. In desperation, Donald jumped off the Gold, Bo Gold Brook Bridge and died. A month later, Emily gave birth to twins, who died shortly after birth. Oh, my God. In despair, Emily jumped off High Bridge in her bright red wedding dress. So this one's kind of interesting because first of all it's so dramatic uh but also it says jumped off high bridge so then that so would not, not be bridge. the gold brook 
bridge, which we will uh, mention in a moment after these little excerpts. But um, also this one is the only one that gives like an exact date, last name and age, but Hmm. there's still no records. (laughs) Okay. And red's an interesting choice for a wedding dress. Oh, it's hot. Sounds gorgeous. I mean... Yeah, it's, I mean, it's really cool, but I'm just saying for back then. Oh, but you said it's in the 1970s. No, she jumped off the bridge in 1925 in this. Story. Oh, okay. So yeah, then what I was thinking is it's just not, I don't think that was, is typical or was typical. For the I don't time. think so either. But you yeah. know what just popped in my head? Hmm. So Beetlejuice. <laughs> Lydia. Lydia wears the red wedding dress in the end. And they die on a covered bridge. You're right. I wonder, I wonder. if there's any connection. Gonna, Me too, actually. I'm going to Google some more now. I thought I was done with this story. But Lydia was beautiful. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, actually, Emily probably was beautiful, too. They were just oh, no, fatphobic. No, no. She is fat and not very pretty. <laughs> well, I know, but... I think I know it was it was the 60s when that was written so yeah yeah, yeah. they don't care about people's feelings nope uh so the next one in the late 1800s a girl named Emily who planned to meet her fiance at midnight on the bridge they planned to elope but he never came finally Emily hung herself on the bridge oh my gosh very to the point and that's very like you you might want to check and see if maybe he got busy <laughs> like no no he didn't come so you know that is when you jump off a bridge or hang yourself sorry hang yourself in this one but it's, girl just wait a little bit you don't know <laughs> and plus i'm sure there are there are actually i know for a fact there are plenty of fish in the sea <laughs> yeah nope not for her just the one that is wow. however like the most common story was that she was waiting for her lover he didn't show she hangs herself wow um and then this is the last one from the 1960s article uh emily was a bride on her way to her wedding in the village suddenly the horse bolted emily was thrown over the corner of the high bridge and killed on sharp jagged the rocks below <laughs> since the people Someone needs an editor yeah since the people have claimed to hear her still moaning and groaning for her love oh since then people still hear her moaning and groaning the way they wrote so, that <laughs> i wonder if the high bridge is like is the bridge like sloped or something or is it just straight across it's straight so, across I was, Okay, so I was going to say maybe the higher point is the highest point of the bridge, but no. Well, I guess there is technically a theory on that in a second. Um, Okay. But Susan has been consulted about the info she gave Bob since it was mentioned. And uh, she says that local ghost stories around town had been like circling the Emily stuff and that she definitely didn't believe any of it but that was like the point of school at that time was like oh my god did you hear about Emily's bridge (laughs) and so she just jumped on that bandwagon however there have been a few sources that have come out saying that Susan had consulted a Ouija board for answers and that mm. that's where she got the name Emily from. She hasn't commented on that, but uh, Bob even said that he had spoke to one of her friends that had confirmed that they both had indeed consulted a Ouija board together. Ooh, so. Speaking to the spirits. Also, the proper way to write that sentence is Anne Ouija board, but that just sounds so weird to say. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, but anyway, so there's this local historian named Barbara Barra. <laughs> I really, Barbara Barra. I really like her name. Yeah. 
Um, she found an issue with the stories of Emily jumping to her death. She says that if Emily jumped from her death from Goldbrook Bridge, she would not have died because it's not nearly tall enough. So she thinks that in order to jump from a bridge and die, that everyone should be looking at Goldbrook Road and Goldbrook Circle. There's like an intersection and a bridge there. She says that one's high enough but she doesn't label it. So I was thinking that maybe that's high bridge. Oh, okay. I could see that. Maybe Emily just didn't jump. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But uh, she does want to like point out that if that is the case, all of these ghost hunters are on the wrong bridge. (laughs) Uh, Yep. Yes, girl. Also, she also is very adamant, since she's a historian for the area, uh, Emily never existed in historical documents. There you go. Yeah. So then there is another origin story. It comes from a Stowe reporter named Nancy Stead or Steed Stead, probably Stead. See, I'm already having problems with the names. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She claims that she started the entire rumor one summer when she was at a local popular swimming spot. Apparently. Oh, so she wants all the recognition. Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So apparently in the 1970s, the idea of witchcraft was a really hot topic. Mm -hmm. And one day while swimming, her and her friend Hazel Carlson decided they were going to creep out a bunch of kids. She says... The girls were buzzing about witchcraft and covens, and we said we should probably tell them about the bridge. <laughs> oh, man. I can <laughs> and, just hear it. I can yeah. picture it in my head. <laughs> uh, and this girl, Emily, who died there. Each one of us would add our own line to the story, and boom, it just took off and went crazy. <laughs> but it was all made up. <laughs> Have I ever told you, this is side note, but... We used to play this game in the car, my dad and my mom, me and my sister, and you would say one word and uh, I can't remember it now, but it used to always go once upon a, like once upon a time, there was a pig. (laughs) Oh gosh. I have to ask my dad about that, but I think his name was like Piggly Wiggly or something. And it like always like was that it always the story always started that way. Anyways, it just reminded me of that. (laughs) That's so funny. Well, not to discredit her, but the Susan girl I mentioned before published Mm -hmm. stories about Emily in the 1960s. So if Nancy and Hazel started the entire story in the 70s, I think what likely happened was like they either read the article or heard someone talking about it. Probably. And just kind of stuffed it in their brain till they needed it for source material to scare children. <laughs> um, there was a funny little comment on the article by VT Blues that said, as a longtime resident of the Waterbury, Waterbury Center, Stowe area, lots of slashes, mm-hmm. uh, I find Miss Stead's claim to be the... Oh, to be the origin of Emily's bridge story, fishy at best. As I know from personal experience that throughout the 60s, it was very well-known belief the bridge was haunted. Yeah. Girl got called out. (laughs) Yes, she did. But I would like to point out, there is a Goldbrook covered bridge plaque that is posted by the bridge. And it talks about the how trusses, and a sawmill that was close by and stuff. And then um, how the bridge got its name. It has a little tiny paragraph about gold panning. And then it has two paragraphs about the legend of Emily. And it's like basically the same story. Emily died, blah, blah, blah. And then the second paragraph goes into Miss Stead's. Um, I'm the one that started it. So she... Might not be the actual originator of the story, but she got on a plaque. She got on a plaque and she is <laughs> claiming to have made that story up, what, a decade after? At it least. Newspapers? Yep. 
girl. Mm-hmm. Probably just because she's a reporter in the town. Oh. <laughs> she's probably the Somebody one who wants the attention. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> uh, but anywho, there are three other quick uh, stories of it that I'm going to touch on real quick. One of them was just that she was walking through the bridge at night and was run over by a car or a carriage. So possible. Ouch. Another was that she became pregnant out of wedlock and killed herself on the bridge. No, like, twins or... Right. Guy that really hated her. <laughs> um, then the third story was on a show I watch called Most Terrifying Places in America. Ooh. Season two, episode two. The episode was called Cursed Towns. Was it on Discovery Plus? Heck yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also the beginning of the episode, so it's like segmented into a bunch of different stories. And mm-hmm. the beginning had a story about New Orleans and like the first pharmacy. And it's freaking creepy. And now Matt and I want to visit when we go there in May. I will be very jealous. <laughs> There's so many things I oh, want to see. Bruh. We're only going to be there for a couple hours. So we got to like pick and choose. <laughs> we're only going to be there for a couple hours. Yeah, because we're going for her wedding. So we're actually just going to New Orleans to pick up Matt's tux. But while oh. we're there, we're also getting some food and we want to do at least one fun thing. And I want to see, you know, the main main street where yeah all the fun stuff is oh darn i thought you were gonna be there for like uh, like at least like a whole day i wish but we gotta go do wedding stuff you know yeah well all right (laughs) yeah you have to plan a longer trip then exactly we can all go big happy family i want to go even take jamie and scare the crap out of him that's another discussion you have to go to the museum with me that's all i have <laughs> anyways <laughs> so their version of the story is that emily was a 16 year old girl her family was extremely poor and she started dating a boy from a wealthy family they wanted to get married but his family would not let them so they planned on running away to get married And they were to meet on the bridge and right off into the sunset. Romeo and Juliet style. (laughs) However, he never showed and she jumped to her death. Why can't we (laughs) ladies wait? I don't know. We're impatient. (laughs) Let's Uh, wait a little bit. (laughs) The next morning, her parents found her body. So that is horrible. I mean, that's pretty much the other stories is just kind of picking and choosing uh it had yeah, a little bit have, more like, detail so they yeah. they just had a better writer for this the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just seems like each story is it changes like a little bit of the details oh change yeah or just a, added, a smidge because or... that's pretty much the exact like normal story i saw just she hangs herself in that one right so i don't know I don't know what the true story is. Apparently, I'll never know the true story of any. I was going to say, or if there is a true story. <laughs> we'll try really hard on the next one. Get a real true story. <laughs> <laughs> I say good luck to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now I'm going to go into some of the experiences people have had there. Yes. Give them to me. I mean, they're right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> A lot of sources say that Emily is an aggressive spirit. She targets males and likes to scratch people and cars. Oh. Yeah. Aggressive. Lay off my, oh, my car's already jacked on the outside. You can scratch it all you want to. Uh, it is off, also emphasized that the best time to get some Emily action is between midnight and 3.30 a.m. Mm. The witching hour. Yeah, that's what I was literally <laughs> going to say. Yeah. So on the episode of Most Terrifying Places in America, they had two eyewitness stories. The first one was from a Justice Gardener. She said that her and her boyfriend had went to the bridge late one night and parked in the middle. They turned off the engine and just hung out for about an hour. Absolutely nothing happened. They got bored Mm -hmm. and decided to leave. 
that's when she looked over at her boyfriend and just behind him on the other side of the window, she saw what looked like two eyes, but no mouth or nose with straw like hair glaring at them through the window. Oh, (laughs) that's scary. I mean, yeah, it would be especially straw like hair like girl just wash it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they freaked and tried to turn on the car to leave but the engine wouldn't turn over and Mm. they had to try three times before it would go when they finally got it they sped out of there and back to town and when they got out of the car they saw huge scratch marks along the side of the car that he was sitting on Oh, that is scary. Imagine seeing that at night. You just see eyes mm. and hair. Ew. 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 Uh, yeah. I, that reminds me of this time I was at a sleepover as a very small kid. I don't know. Sixth grade, maybe. Oh, yeah. Definitely sixth grade. But um, we were watching scary movies and we literally watched scary movie because I'm that old. And, <laughs> and the queen of the damned and something else but i can't remember what it was but we were like all in this giant room and there was a door off to the side and it had like some intense wood grain on it but you can't tell that when the lights are off so when the lights went off i just saw like these eyes staring Not- at me <laughs> Uh, I was so freaked out I couldn't move I was, whoever I was with I was like do you see that that would scare the shit out of me yeah. too I get scared so the way that our bed is positioned in our bedroom there's two windows mm-hmm. on each side of the bed and literally like if the curtain is even moved slightly like to where I can see the window <laughs> I get scared that somebody's looking in the window you would hate living here that's like one of my biggest fear that's like the biggest fear dude someone i have no idea how you're gonna sleep here when you stay when you come to visit there's no curtains absolutely no curtains at all well i'm going to uh you're gonna put a blanket over your head yes i am i'll just be like no we live in a giant fishbowl here there's no people see you I was about to say, people just see in, in there all the time. Yeah, I always have to get on to Matt because I feel really weird at, like, night. He'll, like, be watching a scary movie or something. And you know how scary movies are just horror with boobs. And there's yeah, just, yeah. like, <laughs> giant boobs on the screen. I'm like, dude, <laughs> there's teenagers that live across the street. They could be looking at this. <laughs> that is so funny that's seriously I wouldn't even think about that I always worry because where I sit I sit next to one of the windows and I have the curtain is always usually down but when I work I put it up because mm-hmm. I need light and sometimes I forget to put it down and when you go into the bathroom you have to walk past the window <laughs> and Mormon always comes out here naked <laughs> And I'm like, seriously, <laughs> our backyard neighbors are going to see it. And he's like, there's a privacy fence. I'm like, Jay's fucking like six foot four. Like he can see <laughs> over that. <laughs> I mean, they probably have learned not to look over. <laughs> I hope so. I feel so bad every single time. I'm like, seriously, let me put the curtain down. Like, oh my that's God. so funny. Anyway, way All off right, track again. <laughs> um. So the next eyewitness account that they had on there were from two brothers, Mike Jerome and James Carrow. Uh, it was switching back and forth between who was talking. So I hope I wrote this as Wait, their brothers. Talk. Yeah. I mean, they might they have, have a different, different parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, at least they said they were brothers. Maybe they're like brothers. Bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> But anywho, as soon as they got to the bridge, Mike said that he felt someone was following right behind them. Then Mike asked Emily, what is it like to be dead? James recalls watching his brother immediately like freak out and flinch and bend over cupping his arm and like being like, ow. Oh, shit. <laughs> um. 
Mike had been scratched across the hand. James said it looked really deep and it was bleeding. And Mike did show his hand on the interview and was, you could see like a scar, not saying it exactly came from there or like he didn't (laughs) accidentally throw his arm into a nail or something, but he does have a scar. At least there is some evidence. Like he didn't just say it and then there was literally, and then, oh, my hands are perfect. I'm a model. Uh, Uh, but so they went back home obviously to clean it up and when they got back home Mike said that he felt possessed like not quite like he didn't go get a tetanus shot (laughs) probably sorry (laughs) (laughs) um but James decided that he needed to take him to a priest and he did and got him like cleansed I guess and eventually Mike started acting like himself again. Uh, they do warn to never antagonize a ghost. I mean, <laughs> just to be on the respectful side, yes, I, <laughs> I think you should not. Yeah, I mean, um, maybe they should talk to your friend over at Ghost Adventures because yeah, might, might get hurt. He might need a little. I think he's probably hurt inside <laughs> already. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, so next, I watched some YouTube videos. Yeah. A lot of them were like during the day and didn't really show much activity wise. Uh, hmm. But, you know, they did say to go between midnight and 3.30 a.m. That's it's true so bad on them but i did watch a full video by a guy named fluffy <laughs> what what <laughs> that's what he was calling himself he it wasn't fluffy and glacius no, no whatever not that, not that guy just some some guy that called himself fluffy <laughs> uh it was at least kind of interesting to watch so i kind of have a little breakdown of it uh save yourself the time and don't really go watch it but (laughs) it was called investigating emily's bridge most haunted bridge in vermont spirits speak to us so wait it's in vermont yeah no it's in virginia yeah i was gonna say wait virginia maybe it is in vermont and i just typed things wrong i think it is in vermont (laughs) i don't know I mean, I it's was one staring. of the B states. Let's see. I did type Virginia on the very first part, but I'm pretty sure it's Vermont. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of the East Coast states I haven't been to. Well, they both are. Vermont's prettier and smaller. <laughs> Maybe it's that one. Okay. We'll go, we'll with, go with We'll it. go with that. Yeah. I love Vermont. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Um, So anyway, it starts out with Fluffy talking about Emily's death. Uh, The story he references is the one about uh, the car running her over. But he also mentions her suicide. Uh, I think he was just confused on the stories. Probably. He... Then says he's investigating with someone named Boy Greg, but he's not ever in the video. Boy Greg. I think so. He kept saying my boy Greg, but then he would oh. when he would put his name on the screen, it was Boy Greg. Oh, okay. So there's Boy Greg and Fluffy. Yes. But Boy Greg may be imaginary. There was another one too, but I already forgot his name and he absolutely was not even mentioned in the video. Just in the like little paragraph thing. Oh, okay. So he starts to talk to the spirits, telling them that they are there to investigate and that the spirits are not allowed to attach themselves to the investigators or the equipment. See that thing again. Okay. I was just about to say, okay, so here we go with that. I respect (laughs) you, but don't touch me thing. (laughs) Yep. I wonder if it works. Like, 
I I mean I can't imagine that if a ghost really wanted to do some damage that they're gonna be like oh, okay well you asked nicely so next time I won't touch your stuff although maybe that's why no activity was really found but in any way um <laughs> uh, he immediately starts saying he's hearing voices all I could hear throughout the entire video was running water from the stream below mm-hmm. so speaking from experience ambient noise like that can make you hear all sorts of weird things Mm -hmm. like I wake up so many nights thinking someone's playing music in the living room and it's just my fan so crazy (laughs) it's the same for me I will go it's it's always the same song and it's not a song I don't know how to explain it but I go to sleep and when I'm laying in bed I hear rock music same in my ears it's not anything good like it's no, not it sounds I would fine listen to, to me. Oh no, not it, my type. To me, it sounds like eighties. Like oh, rock. mine is a little bit more indie, but like grungy, but not <laughs> not quite what I would listen to. Are we? I always the, think are it's we the Josh. People? I don't know, but I always you think, think of Josh? Josh, and then I'm like, is that weirdo up? And then I'm like, no, he's not that weird. <laughs> like it's two in the morning he's not gonna be in the kitchen listening to grungy rock music (laughs) oh okay that's a question for you guys do you hear rock music in your ears and you have an ambient noise going (laughs) yeah i really want to know about that i thought i was the only one i thought i was kind of crazy (laughs) no no we're on the same page of crazy good oh speaking of so off topic again but I saw a video today that cracked me up and it was like I don't need therapy I have a best friend and then someone says you and your best friend need to go to therapy (laughs) probably true (laughs) but also true (laughs) yeah like you are my therapy but do we probably both need therapy Mm, probably Probably. (laughs) anyway uh he heard voices blah 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 there we go. Uh, so some time passes. He walks through the bridge and thinks he hears a dog barking. That is something else I will talk about later. But basically, it is a residential neighborhood. So dogs are I, to be. I was going to say. Uh, he was really creeped out by the dogs, though. But not too long after the barking, there is a noise that you do hear over the audio. They say it sounded like something slipping from the roof and fell in the water. But it sounded to me like someone scraped their foot on the pavement. Oh, okay. That would be really creepy <laughs> if something like hit, like was sliding or whatever down the roof. Yeah, but I mean, it's nature. There could be like walnuts or something. I was going to say that, but I mean, I just imagine like a torso, <laughs> like going like plump. Okay. And but then sliding down. If she kills herself, her torso is not on the roof. I, 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 I'm not saying it makes sense unless there's another story where she actually killed the guy and then killed herself and just was a torso yeah well and she she's... she threw his body parts everywhere oh gotcha. the, tor- I was the torso say, she got jumped stuck. out of a plane <laughs> she jumped out of a low flying plane and, and cut like, off her limbs as she was falling yeah she was like I don't need this anymore goodbye arm man we have some good theories <laughs> uh yeah this is a big paragraph i should have sectioned it off he then says he needs to calm down but then starts going on about being able to hear radio by the water just the weirdest thing uh so then oh yeah something else i want to point out during this entire video there were like mostly the word scream or like loud noise was popping up on the screen in asterisks and mm-hmm. every time it would pop up on the screen he wouldn't react to it and you couldn't hear anything hmm. so i don't know if like the editor was like oh my god that was a noise that i can't hear i don't I have no idea i wonder if I don't know. Maybe their audio quality, they could hear it in headphones, but you can't hear it on, like, I don't know. Straight out of their equipment or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so that's a thing during the entire video, just like, scream, but there's nothing there. 
Uh, so then after the radio thing, Fluffy says he found an apple and there's absolutely no way he put it up where it was. Unfortunately, there wasn't any barbecue sauce, so he didn't take it down and eat it. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, I've been dying to tell that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> Uh, anyway, he points out that there's a full moon, he hears more voices, and then he decides to try to talk to Emily finally. Uh, also, he calls her sweetheart a lot, and it makes me want to gag. Cringe. <laughs> uh, they play some sort of bad recording while he is talking to her, and they put EVP on the screen. So I'm guessing that's their version of an EVP, but it kind of sounds like they're playing audio through one phone and recording it on another. <laughs> it was not, mm, not good. Yeah, not clear. He thinks that she's trying to communicate with him, so he tries to get her to move the apple. It doesn't move, yeah. but suddenly the spirit box in his pocket comes on. So he tries to talk to her with that. He tells her that it's his birthday and asks her to say happy birthday to him. And the only thing you can understand from the spirit box is stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm, I'm silently screaming for you to get off my damn bridge. And you are too stubborn to leave. Yep, yep. Uh, then the box quits scanning. He asks if he should try another device. Nothing happens. He asks again. And then he says that the bridge started shaking. Uh, but it was very short-lived. <laughs> so he gets out his K2. Nothing mm. happens with that. <laughs> A little bit later, he thinks someone is saying her name. And then all of his batteries drain. So, Interesting. Yeah. So he turns back on the cameras and uh talks about the batteries dying and when he does that it says more screaming in all caps with the little asterisks <laughs> still <laughs> and you're like nothing <laughs> um and he didn't react to that either so then he says he hears giggling uh still nothing uh he then gets a REM pod out i've never seen a REM pod that i can mm -hmm. recall but i guess like you touch it and it goes from red lights to green lights hmm. so he sets it up in the middle of the bridge and he like walks out of the bridge nothing ever happens <laughs> so then he's just filming the outside of the bridge and there's some fog coming in and so his focus keeps like having a hard time and it keeps going in and out and when it's right in uh, he keeps going, there's so many orbs when it is very clearly bugs or dust. I hate <laughs> orbs. Me too. I hate them. He was like so amazed. He's like, there's so many. There's not. Don't act like they're <laughs> amazing evidence. They are not evidence of anything. Yeah. Uh, but that's pretty much how it ends. So like we were saying. Maybe since he told them not to attach themselves to the equipment, maybe then they were like, well, fuck you. I'm not touching your equipment at all. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to be stubborn about it. Uh, Goodbye. <laughs> uh, he did give some misinformation during the video uh, that bothered me, but I'll give them a C. They were very enthusiastic, right. just a little bit jumpy. Right. Yeah, a little bit, a lot of bit jumpy. <laughs> well all right then <laughs> so the thing about the residential neighborhood uh the bridge is located in a fairly populated area for being like the countryside there mm -hmm. are several houses around it uh, a lot of them have like hidden drives so you wouldn't know that they're there but i looked on like the google sky view type thing and there were a lot just in wow. that like little neighborhood i mean by a lot i mean like 10 or 15 but that's a lot that's for quite a bit yeah yeah um so i read an article about how upset these homeowners are about people visiting the bridge in the middle of the night visiting the bridge yeah. in the middle of the night <laughs> i get it yeah 
Uh, I guess they have requested more police presence and they are working on or they did get an ordinance passed uh, about like noises and stuff in that area. They really hate kids partying there. They say that some uh, somehow the acoustics of the bridge like amplifies it so that it sounds like Mm. they're in their backyard. Ooh. Um, also that they're dukes of hazarding on the bridge. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> what it's does like that kids mean? on the oh, like speeding off. I think like peeling out or like drifting around corners oh, or gotcha. something, but I have no yeah. idea. I mean, I saw the movie, the really bad movie. <laughs> I've never seen an episode or the movie or anything. Well, you know, my dad. He wanted to see the movie. <laughs> uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, so they did like to point out, though, that the ghost hunters that come to the bridge are super respectful and are always quiet. But Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. But if uh, anyone that hears this does want to, like, go out and investigate uh, make sure to check on that ordinance because they might have some restrictions on what you can and can't do or when you can be there or whatever. Don't want you to get in trouble. So there's just a couple more things I wanted to mention. There is a Facebook page called Emily's Bridge. Uh, they seem to post a lot of paranormal articles from around Vermont. See, I put, there you I go. put Vermont there. Uh, but they haven't been very active in the year or so, so I don't know if COVID got them down or what. Um, they're... got everybody down. <laughs> There's also a short film on YouTube called Emily's Bridge by Calandra14. It's only like 10 minutes long, but it's pretty interesting to watch their interpretation of the legend. Um, Ooh, I'm going to watch that. <laughs> the last but definitely not least thing that i would like to mention is their haunted rating from hauntedplaces.org um please we should really get them to sponsor us they'll be our only sponsor (laughs) i'd I'd be cool with that (laughs) um they have an 80 percent rating so not too shabby no Um, that's not bad but what i liked were some of the comments So I'm going to read a few of them. Um, So this one is posted by Donna. Several several of my friends have gone here at night. A camera was ripped out of someone's hand and taken. My friends went back the next day and found the expensive camera nearby on the ground with no film in it. That kind of dates it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But the camera was intact. Whoa, <laughs> that would be creepy. That might make me shit my pants. <laughs> the if film I'm was ripped out of it, and it, and it oh, just got ripped out of my hands. Yeah, that'd be a little creepy. I'd be like, "You can keep it. Bye. <laughs> Going home now." Uh, another group of my friends went there at night with a freshly painted classic car. They called out, "Emily, Emily." They heard scratching sounds and headed out of there. The car had scratches all along the side. People who do not believe belief. (laughs) That's how she wrote it. Belief in the paranormal have gone here and had experiences. Many people who go there once say they will never return. If you do decide to go here at night, go with a group of friends. All right. Yeah, nice one. That's like Bloody Mary. Kind of. (laughs) Gotta call her Emily, Emily, Emily. (laughs) Uh, This one is by Joe. I have been there several, all caps, times. (laughs) (laughs) Once actually spent the night alone, also in caps, on the bridge. And in caps again, not a single thing. It's fun for tourism, nothing more. He was very adamant about that. <laughs> yeah, he's he's very upset he didn't experience anything. Well, jokes on him, he was on the wrong bridge. <laughs> uh, Chelsea says, I have gone here multiple times, 
we have taken flour. She spelled it wrong and it's going to kill me. And put it all. Did she spell it like flower flower? Yeah, like the flowers in your hair. <laughs> oh. No, she's talking about flour, like baking. Oh, kind. oh, oh, I, okay. I thought she was saying, like, I thought she was going to say that she brought flowers for That'd Emily. And I was going to say that was really sweet. nice. But you mean, fl- okay, I see. Yeah, she but says. She spelt it like flour. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> she spelt it like flour. You heard it like flour, but it's actually <laughs> flour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have taken flour and put it all over the bridge. We shut off all the lights, and when we turned them on, there were car tracks on the bridge through the flour. No car had gone through, all in caps. We very adamant about caps. <laughs> We also took turns standing in the middle of the bridge and taking pictures. A couple pictures, we saw some crazy things. For instance, we saw a carriage behind one of my friends being led by mean Ooh. dogs. What? How do you know they were mean? I don't know. And why are dogs pulling a carriage? <laughs> are they, they Alaskan mushers? <laughs> what are they called? I mean, Blood you dogs? have to there have you a go. lot of dogs to pull a carriage. I think so too. Yeah. Yes. Uh, also, at the time, the boyfriend I was dating, anytime he and I would go there, something ghostly would happen. After we went back to our house, demon noises, things moving, dishes crashing, with no reason at all for any of them. <laughs> we had decided to go back one last time. And there had been a big handprint slapped on our back window. My flower, an actual flower, <laughs> in my hand had died. The radio turned all static and our car wouldn't start. IDK, what happened, but things were not in my liking. Dot, 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 dot. <laughs> not to my liking? Or not in my liking. To my life. <laughs> hey, she can write however she wants to. <laughs> you, they didn't ask it to please not touch them. They didn't. And that they respect them. That's why they so. got the demon noises and dishes crashing. <laughs> <laughs> Emily does not like a messy house. No, she doesn't. Or she likes making it messy. One of the two. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we have Vaughn. And they Ooh. wrote, back in 1972, I went with three friends and along with several incidents that night, we were attacked while in my friend's car. <laughs> Joe Citro has written several books about Vermont hauntings, and he refers to my experience in, in a few sentences about Vaughn's experience. That's me in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> uh he gets the details largely wrong but he is clearly referring to one of my experiences we were terrified um that- he is largely wrong yeah. but it's clear that he is referring to okay um so i did want to say joe citro was in a youtube video that i tried so hard to watch because i was actually like interested in hearing what he had to say mm-hmm. about it but the video's audio was so bad i, I turned up the volume as loud as i could i put my headphones in i covered my ears with my hands i could not make out anything but like every fifth word you said mm. but it looked so interesting <laughs> but uh i could put that in our sources in case anyone else wants to try it maybe they can make yeah. a transcript for me <laughs> I want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> did you put the CC on? I think I did, but it was like there was a lot of ambient noises. Like it sounded like they were uh, sitting next to a fan and the guy talking was like four feet away from him. Whoa. Yeah, that's bad audio. Yeah. My cell phone could do better. Was this <laughs> a long time ago? No. I think it was like 2017 or so. I don't remember. It- I might be getting dates confused with Mm. other videos, but. Uh, So lastly, 
Dakota said, me and my friends stopped on the bridge and heard a girl's voice. Then my car shot off and when it start, we sat there for 15 to 25 minutes before I was able to start my car. When we were off the bridge, I felt a pain on my back and neck punctuation. Nope. (laughs) Uh, My friend checked and I had scratches and marks on my back and neck. Ouch. Yeah. She, I, you know what? If all the things happened to her that they say happened to her, well, if any one of those situations actually did happen, I'd be mad too if I were her. Yeah. And you want to leave her alone. So why not scratch yeah. her back? Um, but that's what I've got for the story. It sounds pretty cool, but there's like no records, no death certificates, no articles, no obituaries, nothing about this Emily person ever living or dying that doesn't mean that if i'm like never in and never ever in vermont which i do plan on visiting that state uh you'll love it (laughs) i uh, promise i'm not gonna pass on the bridge i think that would be really cool but and i would probably try to drive over to the other bridge at the intersection do a double investigation and see which one gets activity yeah so but yeah that's the bridge what you think that sounds like an urban legend like typical (laughs) i definitely want to go to it for sure i mean i don't really know it was back in the 20s right 26 1926 they can't they kept records of people back then yeah like their births and stuff i mean it wasn't like a common thing for someone to be born and not documented right yeah not that I know of, unless, like, you know, they didn't like people with differences. So if she was born with, like, Down syndrome or something, they might have kept her up in an attic. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> That's another another topic for another day. People, ugh. <laughs> I, God damn. People are horrible. Yes, they are. It's awesome, isn't it? No, I. that's, like. I try to forget that people were like that or are like that. Yeah, they are. Or were. Were with quotations. As I was saying, (laughs) I mean, you'll still find them. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I (laughs) I think it's made up, but fun made up. I think it's rude that people won't stop partying there. Uh, yeah for for people who live there i mean we had some spots that everybody went to party at but they were actually in the country in the woods there weren't other houses around and i know how much i hate when i'm trying to sleep and people are playing music or something oh my god me too i can't live in apartments because i just want to kill them all because i'm like it's 6 (laughs) a.m Did I ever tell you when we lived in the Missouri house about the people who had the fight over the hamburger? Yes. Yes, you did. (laughs) That's the kind of shit. It was like midnight. (laughs) And this couple was arguing with each other because she wanted a hamburger and he went and he only got himself a hamburger. And I mean, it wasn't just a like little argument. It was like it was about to come to actual blows and there was crying involved and screaming and and I'm not kidding it was over a hamburger there's some underlying issues there <laughs> definitely possibly Most a pregnancy <laughs> I don't know it was a definitely something else but it, there was always stuff going on at that house but that was just the weirdest I, I thing. think that house was a rental so there's yeah, always weird sense. shit going on at rentals. <laughs> makes sense, yeah. Well, I guess everybody let us know what you think about Emily's Bridge. Uh, also, let us know if you live in Virginia, Vermont. <laughs> I was like, wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, just kidding. It's definitely Vermont. <laughs> uh, let us know if you've ever been there. Or if you know anyone that has any cool experiences there, because I think they're hilarious. 
and then also don't forget our listener submissions we want to get a good little pile of stories going so we can maybe make some episodes so go ahead and send those over to us and uh you can do that at our uh uh <laughs> <laughs> i forgot for a second okay but you can uh, send those to our email at this is legendpod at gmail.com or you can even submit them on our website at this is legendpod.com um you can also listen to our episodes there please follow us on instagram facebook and tiktok Tick, we're, tick, tick. <laughs> we're so hip. Tick, tick, talk. The TikTok. Um, tick, tock. What the fuck? At this is Legend Pod. Uh, as always, keep it spooky, classy, and sassy. But most of all, keep it legendary. Goodbye. Toodaloo.